Yeah. Gonna turn it up, please. Hey, some man, Ben Sorrell, we're thinking out loud. How you doing? I hope everybody doing good. All right, what's up with this one right here? Texas postal worker dies while delivering mail in dangerous environment with record high temps. Oh, the high temperature? Oh, yeah, it's real hot down here. Yeah, it's real hot down here. Like, I don't know. It is super hot. Let me see. North Texas postal worker Eugene Gates Jr., 66-year-old, died on June 20th after he collapsed while delivering mail amid the dangerously high heat index, according to multiple reports. Oh, my bad, y'all. And now... USPS shifts in Texas will be starting earlier. Postal workers said a flyer and alerts informed them their shifts would be moved to start at 7.30 in the morning. Um, news reports on Tuesday afternoon. The heat index, the day the worker died, reached 115 degrees Fahrenheit, the highest record Recorded temperature in Dallas-Fort Worth area since 1980, according to local news outlets. A homeowner rushed outside to perform CPR after Gates lost consciousness, but he was later pronounced deceased at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital. The cause of the death has yet to be determined by the medical examiner. Gates served in the United States Army. He later traded his uniform for another life of service for the United States Postal Service, as noted in the statement. He was a, rem a member of the Lone Star Branch 132 in the National Association of Letter Carriers. During his 36 years of delivering mail, Gates was beloved by his colleagues and customers the statement added, America's letter, carriers, America's letter carriers often work in dangerous environments. National Association of Letter Carriers President Brian L. Renfro, based in Washington, D.C., said in a recent statement, the most important and immediate step that can be taken to protect anyone from the hazard of excessive heat is to learn as much as possible about this potentially life-threatening hazard, particularly the warning signs of heat illness. He continued, some organizations, such as the World Health Organization, WHO, claim that climate change is causing steadily rising temperatures and increasing exposure to heat. I don't know if the climate changes. I wonder if really if the ozone layer is cracked for real. Doing research on that is like real deep. It's a crazy deep dive. I'm sure of it. Heat stroke can occur. It can occur whenever one is exposed to excessive heat without protection. Cooling measures or fluid and electrolyte uh, repression, repression or like you need like electrolytes. 
electrolytes and water, H2O, to replenish yourself. To replenish yourself. Because the article did a typo. I need to go on YouTube so you can see it yourself. I didn't even check if my YouTube is, is open. But I got to go check for it, though. Uh, look at replenishing stuff, man. Did I move down too much? All right. So you got to protect yourself from the heat. It's real hot down here. I'm looking at different stuff. Hold on. When it gets too hot outside, the body starts to sweat, which has a cooling effect when perspiration starts to evaporate. As the relative humidity increases, however, it takes longer for the sweat to evaporate, causing people to feel warmer. The loss of water through sweating and evaporation can cause dehydration. And the loss of electrolytes, Amberly said, or uh, the doctor or the officials of that um, WHO, symptoms manifest as an elevated heart rate. I don't know, like tachycardia. I can't pronounce it right. Tachycardia or touchy. Sweating, nausea, vomiting, headache, weaknesses, and dizziness. Once you start losing, you know, you got to replenish yourself. You got to drink the water. So I'm just reading the stuff to y'all. Some of other ones include feeling thirsty, sweating profusely, or having a decrease, decrease urine output. These symptoms are usually reversible by removing the person from the heated environment, providing liquids containing electrolytes, and using evaporative cooling methods, such as spraying themselves with water and putting them in front of a fan. When the exhaustion symptoms are ignored, they can progress to heat stroke. If symptoms worsen, persist for more than one hour or lead into vomiting, it's important to seek immediate medical attention. Right, guys? Heat stroke is the most serious heat-related illness. It occurs when the body sweating mechanism breaks down and the person can't cool down, according to the CDC. You know, you got to put that out there for the people, the listeners. This is where the person's temperature elevates above 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit. See what I'm saying, guys? Leading to neurological changes such as confusion, difficulty walking, seizures, slurred speech, delirium, and coma. And coma, sorry. Uh, they may also stop sweating at this point. You may also stop sweating. This condition occurs more often in children and the elderly who may not have a structured environment to protect themselves from the heat. All right, guys, heat stroke is usually fatal. Heat stroke is fatal if it's not, you know, attended to. So everybody needs to know that right there. Let me get, an let me get another story for y'all. All right, hold on. Over 80 million under thick haze from Chicago to the D.C. as Canadian wildfires smoke pours across the U.S. 
Chicago. Skies smothered in thick, acrid wildfire smoke are greeting over 80 million people across 13 states in the upper Midwest, Great Lakes, Northeast, and Mid-Atlantic as they wake up Wednesday morning, resigning residents to another day of unhealthy air quality. Widespread air quality index, readings above 200 and even higher than 250 in some spots can be found in major metro areas, including Chicago, Milwaukee, Detroit, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Indianapolis, denoting very unhealthy conditions. The National Weather Service in Milwaukee even warned that air quality levels in some parts of eastern Wisconsin may even fall into the hazardous category Wednesday. It's in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, it looked real bad. If you go on Fox 32, you can see how smoggy it is. Straight up. Air quality alerts covered the entirety of Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, and Michigan, along with large swaths of upstate New York, western Pennsylvania, and Minnesota. Visibility dropped under two miles in Chicago and Milwaukee Wednesday morning and down to one mile into Detroit and Cleveland. This is kind of not good. Like, this is, we have another week of this. This wildfire doesn't sound right. This is bad. This got me thinking a little deep now, like what's really going on in the wildfires? We're gonna have to investigate this, people. Listen to me carefully. That don't sound good. That sound like a, it, it sound like it could lead into something catastrophic, if you understand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to f fear nobody or scare nobody. I'm just making you listen to this right real quick. The, um, we had a wildfire in Canada a week ago. Did did that not happen? Like a couple weeks ago, yes, right? So now we got another week of something going on. And then the fog that's in Chicago is kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to do something about this right here. Smoke is even spreading to the southeast in the mid-Atlantic states, prompting air quality alerts in Maryland, Delaware, and a large part of North Carolina. Health officials are urging those in the unhealthy or worse air quality categories to refrain from prolonged or heavy exertion, while the message is even stronger for groups sensitive to air quality such as children older adults, or those with heart and lung ailments, alignments, all right? Avoid all physical outdoor activities. Activities. Detroit is taking the advice to heart with the NHL's Red Wings moving their draft party from an outdoor plaza to an inside their main arena to keep people out of the smoke. All right. It's the second day in a row of terrible air quality in the region. On Tuesday, Chicago and Detroit were deemed to have the worst air quality in the world. Beaches in Avanston, 
Evanston. I don't know how to pronounce them. I ain't never been over there. Beaches in Evanston, Illinois, were closed due to the air quality issues. And city officials told people to remain indoors. In Wisconsin, uh, Menomee Falls, a medical airlift flight was unable to respond to a crash due to wildfire, wildfire smoke restricting visibility. According to news sources, there is there are visibility minimums set by the FAA. Oh, that's why there was so much flight delays yesterday. It was a ton of flight delays yesterday. Now I connected dots because of the the air quality. That's crazy. Because there was a lot of people that had delayed and canceled flights. There's people that still stuck today. They, they flights has been delayed and stuff like that. So it's the air quality that's like causing all of this air traffic to be delayed. That's why there's so much bad traffic and people stuck in different cities yesterday. And, and for, the, for the last couple of days, I believe, because people been complaining about that. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So the, FF, the FAA has grounded so many flights. Computer forecast models indicates the smoke may improve a little later this week in the Great Lakes and Upper Midwest, but will become more widespread in the Ohio Valley and mid-Atlantic states. states. This week, more than 490 active wildfires are burning across Canada, and about a half of those are considered out of control. The worst wildfire conditions persist in Ontario, Ontario and Quebec in eastern Canada, causing more smoke to flow into the U.S. and as far away as Europe. Away? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So far this year, more than 2,940 wildfires have started in Canada, burning over 7.7 million acres. All right? Woo! 19.5 million acres, according to the Canadian uh, Interagency Forest Fire Center. According to them, lightning likely sparked many of hundreds of fires burning. Lightning has caused, sparked many of the hundreds of fires burning. All right? ecosystem look like it's in balance or something. I don't know. I'm getting further into the study so we can see what's really going on. The smoke has enveloped the U.S. as far as far south as the Gulf of Mexico and more recently caused smoky skies across the Atlantic Ocean and the north, the northern Spain. This look like it's serious stuff, guys. Straight up. It sounds like it's a problem. You know, I'm not doing no fear monger, scare, scare tactics. I'm not part of no goddamn Illuminati trying to know none of that shit. I'm just reading the reports to you so you can see what I'm talking about. Like, is it something imbalanced going on? Why is there so many? Okay, they said half of the forest fires has been sparked by lightning. So... The other half, where's that causing from? Is there like some type of imbalance? Uh, because this is the second week where there's a lot of bad air quality in the air. So, like, 
I'm I already know somebody is finna look look up into this, look real deep into this to see what's really going on. I already know. Cause that's crazy. Well, this is your man Ben Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Uh if there's any more updates, I'm gonna bring it to you. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. Follow me on Instagram, same name, Box Benji underscore murder envy for the TikTok, all right? I'm gonna come back with another one. Wanna make a podcast? Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level. And I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.